talking across the USA every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard, gang. David Essel in the box with you, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio talk show, David Essel Alive. Proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel massive network. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 800-548-TALK is the number, 1-800-548-TALK. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. And and I want to tell you, we've, we've got Nick Halleck coming up in just a minute. I'm going to tell you about him. Amazing backstory on this guy, and he's going to share as well. But every one of our shows is archived, so if you have friends... When we're talking to Nick, or you have friends that want to learn how to increase income, live more passionately, that's his gift, is to give you those steps. As of 10 o'clock Eastern every Saturday, these shows are archived at our website, talkdavid.com. So if you have friends, family member, partners that miss this, like, oh, my gosh, they need to hear it, don't worry. You can listen to it later on, 10 o'clock Eastern time. All the shows will be archived at our website, talkdavid.com. Can you imagine being a civilian astronaut? Can you imagine what that must be like? What about making millions of dollars in your 20s? <laughs> okay, the guy's known as the Trillionaire. The book, The Trillionaire, Make Your Life an Epic and Extraordinary uh, Adventure. Nick is the CEO of Financial Freedom Institute, Australia's first civilian astronaut. Nick, welcome to the program. Well, how are you? Thank you for the invite. Oh, you're very, very welcome. How do astronaut? Like, where did you fly to? Where did you go? <laughs> Here's a crazy thing. Um, uh, the whole astronaut thing was purely a boyhood dream. So I'm not a gunman. I'm a civilian astronaut. But I, I was actually, uh, I'm a former rock star. I actually left the music industry. I cut all my hair and then moved to Moscow, Russia, to spend five years training to become a civilian astronaut. So that's pretty much how the extremes of my life. I mean, you know, from, my, um, from being an asthmatic child, medically confined to my bedroom, to uh, becoming a rock star, then to becoming an astronaut. Um, so, yeah, so the, the saga and the legacy continues, I guess, you know, so pretty well. Yeah, so that is wild. So where, where as an astronaut, where did you fly to? Well, what I've done thus far is uh, I've already um, rocketed to the edge of space. I've already rocketed to uh, suborbit. And now I'm actually in um, mission allocation status for a flight to the International Space Station for a period of two weeks so I could do my next book launch. <laughs> oh, my God. That is wild. Okay. So when, when, when you go to the space station for two weeks, like, what do you do when you're there? Do you have any idea? Uh, well, basically, uh, in relation to uh, uh, the mission mandate, it's, it's whatever I desire. Being a civilian, uh, yeah. I have no um, allegiance to any particular government or any entity, what have you. So I'm up there for my own, uh, my own uh, I guess, my own selfish reason. That's basically to um, block out the earth with my thumb. Because the whole thing was, as a young child, because of, uh, you know, chronic allergies, debilitating asthma, I was medically confined to my bedroom. So, and, you know, being being a, a product of the Apollo, uh, for example, I mean, you know, I grew up and, you know, I was, a, I was a youngster, you know, born in the 70s. So, I mean, I was consumed of the, of the entire polar of, like, you know, um, you know, the Americans landing on the moon. So, I mean, I would always uh, I would always basically glance at the lunar surface of the moon before I went to sleep as a young child. So, from, for example, I was always fixed on that, too. So I knew eventually that I would get up there. And obviously one of my, um, uh, my eventual goals, which I'm still working on, which will probably take about 20, 30 years, is to actually walk on the lunar surface of the moon too. But, um, mm. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very proactive in relation to what, I'm, what I accomplish. 
And um, I'm, I'm a typical Torian, incredibly um, stubborn. Uh, I cut every sign of a tree and simply give myself permission to succeed. So it's just a matter of time until I eventually fulfill my last two goals on my original top 10 hit list that I wrote down as a young 80-year-old. Yeah. Well, I think proactive, Nick, is an understatement for you. <laughs> I think well, I, I think. When... <laughs> yeah. Look, I, what, what... I love life. I love the preservation of life. And look, I mean... You know, it's there are two most important days in our life. You know, the day we're born and the day the day we discovered why we're born. So for me, it's to um, you know I want to emotionally inspire as many individuals um, and just really you know emotionally and also financially inspire them to go out there and just um, you know their dream, live with passion, and obviously discover how to really monetize your passion and just yeah. live in life on your own terms and conditions, which is first and foremost in life. How did you become a millionaire in your 20s? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, look, I've always had that monetary discipline as a young child. I mean, uh, I wasn't born into wealth. I was, you know, born rich in human potential. Uh, my parents were uh, immigrants uh, who basically uh, my, who left post-war Europe and uh, moved to a shiny continent in the South Pacific, and I, uh, an island called Australia. And, um, you know, so I've always had that quest to, um, I, I guess my first um, motivation in relation to generating money was so I can retire my parents. Uh, my parents were both hardworking, um, you know. They did, I mean, I'm the youngest of four children, and in, um, in my culture, it's the youngest that has to provide for the entire family, parents included. So my original ambition was to become multimillionaire so I can then retire my parents and retire my siblings. And that was my motivation there. It had, it had nothing to do with um, materialism or uh, my individual pursuits. It was purely to, um, uh, to you know, really provide a living for them. And I originally did it just for, you know, for, um, buying businesses at a very, very young age. I also had my own business, which I um, uh, created and sold at a very young age. Um, you know, I've been investing in property, um, stock market. I've been investing in um, uh, many different businesses, you know, just, uh, you know, turning into profitability, you know, value factoring, adding far more value to these um, businesses. And I've been doing it for the last 27 years and what have you. And, us. and um, this is what I do. I do it on a daily basis. Uh, but obviously, I'm on a grander scale these days. Yeah. Nick, a lot of people want to become financially independent, want to become millionaires. And one of the questions that I love to ask individuals like yourself who have already walked this path is, and you know, in 100% honesty, is it possible for anyone to walk that path? Or in reality, do we really have to have some kind of a special gift or talent in order to become the millionaire? What do you, what do you believe? Yeah, look, I truly believe, I mean, you know, money and wealth has no discrimination. Doesn't 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 discriminate. You know, uh, in relation to who you are, what you've done, or where you've come from, kind of thing. I truly believe anybody can create um, that um, that magical aspect of life. But here's the thing: um, money is incredibly relevant. I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. I mean, I um, I had that burning desire, and that burning desire is basically what you know. There was that it was that secret killing that set the imagination on fire, what have you. I mean, it took me two years to realize that I'd become a millionaire. So, in, in actual fact, I wasn't aiming to become a millionaire. I was just aiming to work to work as diligent and as smart as possible. And you know, by working on the foundation of my life, I mean, money became a default. In other words, I work. I spend more time working on my paradigm, my mindset. And then money was the actual result. So a lot of individuals, gotcha. when, they're, when they're going out there to make the money, they're not going to make the money because they, they, they look, 
the, the foundation or the, the paradigm to their life, uh, it's not equipped to handle that wealth or whatever too. See, I spend so much time working on my, my psychology, you know, the, 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 basically the game of life, in other words. I mean, you know, I just altered basically, um, uh, every aspect of my life, you know, I just, I, I started to, you know, gravitate and, you know, being the with individuals that are transmitting the highest frequency of wisdom at all times. So, for example, I was out there just learning and discovering and discovering and taking on new paradigms for our life, hence working on my foundation. The money was the easy part. See, I wasn't <laughs> preoccupied with money at first. I was more preoccupied about my mindset, and right. that was the foundation. And all I've been doing now is just simply erecting a monument to my legacy now, which is what, what I constantly work on on a daily basis. We're talking to Nick Halleck, author of the book, The Thrillionaire, Make Your Life an Epic and Extraordinary Adventure. And, and Nick, is it about doing what you love? Is that the central theme and then allowing the money to come as an end result of doing what you love? Absolutely, and I say to any person, you know, you dare to dream, live with passion, but at all times, monetize your passion. You know, I mean, what's your purpose? You know, what drives you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? What puts, what brings a tear to your eyes? What, what makes you smile? You know, always monetize your passion because when you monetize your passion and you work on your passion, you're gonna do, you're gonna do it very, very well. And, yes, um, Nick, I'm gonna ask thing. you to hang. Nick, I'm going to ask you to hang there with that thought. We're going to come back after this quick break. Nick Halleck, the the website, nickhalleklive.com. Check it out. The name of the book, The Thrillionaire. We're going to come back with Nick and find out more of the key steps necessary. Monetize your passion. Listen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Monetize your passion. Do what you love and make money doing exactly that. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Our website, talkdavid.com. Much more to come. Stay right there this is my kingdom come are you ready for a miracle hi david essel here inviting you to join our 10-week course success and miracles beginning tuesday october 7th for 10 straight weeks You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, success and miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. 
Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk david.com what do you really want out of life what would make you really happy i'm david essel author of the new free book the power of focus yours at talkdavid.com we're giving away one million copies of the power of focus free at talkdavid.com you deserve your desires get your free book the power of focus today at talkdavid.com for 21 years positive talk radio equals david essel alive listen on xm 168 every saturday 6 to 9 eastern 3 to 6 pacific Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat to create more success and actually feel more successful? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. David is the one to help you right now. Let's change your life. Visit TalkDavid.com today. That's TalkDavid.com. Would you like to learn the secrets of the most successful people in life to radically change your life and then help others do the same? Hi, I'm David Essel. Since 1996, we've been teaching people from all over the world how to become certified life coaches. These classes can be done in person or via teleconference from anywhere in the USA, and we even offer these life-changing courses via a one-on-one option. Our certification is so effective that it's the only one offered in the USA on a college campus. Visit LifeCoachUniverse.com. That's LifeCoachUniverse.com. Let's face it, it's really hard to make major life changes by ourselves. How many times have we said that we're ready to make more money, stop procrastinating on our goals, get into shape, or maybe even go deeper on our spiritual path? Yet we woke up today, and again, nothing has changed. For 25 years, Master Life Coach David Essel has helped thousands of people accomplish their biggest goals. They finally transform their lives. Now it's your turn. Visit TalkDavid.com. Work one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel. Talk david.com Call me crazy, but You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. And don't forget, a little later on tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, this very interview that I'm doing with Nick Alec, author of the book, The Thrillionaire, will be up on our website archive for your friends, family members, partners that need that inspiration, motivation to become financially independent, happy, healthy, wealthy, wise. That's at talkdavid.com. Hey, Nick, we were talking just before the break about monetizing your passion, your purpose in life. What other steps are necessary for someone listening right now that wants to see that massive cash flow? Can it happen in about any business? You talked about stocks. You talked about investing in real estate or in businesses. Um, are there certain businesses that that it's it's easier to increase your cash flow and to become a millionaire than others? 
Um, what I personally look at is anything where you can add value to anything you can basically add value or enrich other people's lives is definitely the business of choice. So at all times, I mean, I use a simple process of value factoring. Value factoring is basically can I add value to a person's life by doing this particular business or by being involved in this particular business? If so, then effectively there's a market for it because people will pay whatever it takes in order to have their own lives enriched. So for me, for example, um, I came from a very musical background. So, I mean, it was, it, for me, it was a very natural transition. I took a music school at age 14. And, um, you know, I brought my clientele up to 55, 60 pupils in my, in my early teenage years. And at one particular point when I was 15, I employed five other music teachers and we're all basically operating from my parents' home. So it got pretty, it got pretty crazy and frantic. So, I mean, whatever I do, so for example, when it comes to property, I'm always adding value to property. Uh, if I'm basically, you know, involving, involving myself in any particular form of business, um, first of all, I've got to understand how to monetize that business model. Is it a, is it a business model that is basically evergreen? In other words, can you build it up to that particular point? But at all times, I'm always aiming value to something. And at the end of the day, something's only valued by, you know, about the amount of enrichment you can provide back to the community, in other words. In other words, what's your contribution back to the kind of thing? So at all times, I mean, I've got over 14 different businesses, of which um, 70% of them now are passive income stream. And I'm always looking at picking up new businesses along the way too. But for me, um, it's got to be a business too that I can that I can monitor whilst traveling because, I mean, what I do nine months of the year is I travel around the world. So, so long as I can work on the business, so long as I can monitor it from my, um, whether it's on Mac or let's say an iPad or an iPhone, then it's definitely the business of choice as opposed to me working physically in it. That's right. a really important distinction just there. Yes, 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 yes. Nick, when you when you said the words, I wrote this down, passive income stream, the thing that jumped into my head is the world of network marketing. And uh, there are yeah. Ma- yeah, there are many, many people that, you know, believe in the world of network marketing and there are a lot of people that walk into the world of network marketing thinking it's gonna be a hell of a lot easier than it is. <laughs> go ahead yeah. go ahead and talk about what if someone was listening to the show and they were looking at the world of network marketing to be able to make those millions of dollars, what type of effort, what would they have to do in order to make that happen? Definitely. I mean, first of all, uh, in, in the, uh, the many different income streams that I do have, uh, one of them is a network marketing company, of which I won't mention which one it is. But um, first and foremost, if you are looking at network marketing, which you can develop a passive income stream, it does require a great degree of active um, of active participation on your behalf in the very early stages, you know. Um, what I'm always looking at is also a, a company that is, that, that provides value, obviously, you know. But um, with network marketing, I mean, you've got to look at this. I mean, you know, Warren Buffett um, physically, you know, owns, you know, three or four different multi-level marketing companies. I think it's a great model. Um, but what you've got, you know, it does require that active participation. It requires some form of networking skill on your behalf, too. Um, in other words, going out there and sort of like, you know, going out there and just introducing an opportunity, whatever, too. But the um, most important thing is this. If you are looking at the other network marketing route, um, you know, ask yourself this, you know, is the product or the service of the company, um, you know, how, how does it actually value a client's life kind of thing? I mean, without being, um, you know, without being, um, 
incentivized by money, would you naturally talk about this particular product? For example, is it a, is it a very natural discussion, something you could basically right. post on Facebook? When most individuals are only financially incentivized to better product, whereas if there was no financial incentive, they wouldn't talk about that particular product in the first place. So that's how I, that's how I would look at First of all, the opportunity, the product. But I think the network marketing, I think it's a, it's a wonderful model, especially these days with social media. But at all times, what you need to do is build your foundation and then learn how to amplify the influence of your, of your persona. In other words, how many individuals can you, can you not just motivate, but how many individuals can you really empower? Because I don't, me personally, I don't believe in motivation because motivation these days is almost like a carbon battery. You know what I mean? I think yes. these days you need to like remove from the top soil and actually drill deeper to find that alchemy which basically drives a person to perpetuity and what have you. You know? Mm. But um, um, there's many different um, business models that I do incorporate in my life, and one of them is a network marketing company. And um, you know, once you find one, it's like you know. Just, you know, apply, you know, it requires 100% active participation and then eventually it becomes a passive business model. And, uh, I mean, for example, I have some friends who are generating up to $200,000 passive income from a multi-level marketing uh, company. So I, I truly believe it's a, it's a wonderful yeah. pillar. Not just, not just one pillar. I think you still need five, six, seven different income streams at all times. Interesting. So, so from a, a millionaire perspective, as a matter of fact, Nick, we've got about two minutes left to a break. Do you have time to stay over for another question or two, or are you on a really tight timeline tonight? I am here to serve um, serve the listeners um, and buy and, and, and add as much value, David. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Then what we're going to do is we're going to go to another quick break, come back and talk to you a little bit more. One of the things you just said, Nick, and, and thank you, first of all, for making this statement. And in our business, we try to, to we, we shouldn't say try, we say the same thing, that if someone wants to make money in network marketing, they have to treat it as a full-fledged business, to attack it as a full-fledged business, to work it full-time in the beginning. I really appreciate you saying that because too many people, well-meaning people in the world of network marketing might lead people on that they're trying to recruit into the business by saying, oh, you put a couple hours a day in, and before you know it, you have X amount of dollars flowing through your wallet, when in actuality, it takes a full-time effort, doesn't it, Nick? It does, absolutely. And I think probably the best way to approach a network marketing business is, imagine if you just invested $200,000. Um, how are you going to work that business? Will you be diligent or not? See, the reason why a lot of individuals fail in network marketing is because there's no real value dog, there's no real monetary value placed originally. In other words, you're probably in it for like hundred or two hundred dollars up front. So you right. really haven't claimed you really haven't claimed ownership of it. So I will say in person, you know, approach a network marketing business as if you've really invested two hundred or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of your own money. Now, how are you gonna go out there and work that business? I love that. I love that. That's a great analogy. Nick Halleck, who we're talking to right now, the name of the book, The Thrillionaire. Nick is going to stay with us. We're going to go to a quick break. A couple things I want to remind you of. Ladies and gentlemen, monetize your passion. One of the things that Nick is saying, does the work that you do add value to other people's lives? And if it doesn't, 
maybe switch. If it does, make sure you're putting the effort in to add value to other people. Wonderful ideas. Nick is going to be back with us in a minute. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, celebrating 23 years on the air. This interview will be archived at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now, here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Oh, David Essel in the box with you every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. My guest, Nick Halick, author of the book, The Thrillionaire Make Your Life an Epic and Extraordinary Adventure, which his has been from rock star to civilian astronaut to multimillionaire, and now helping other people. To pull it all together. Nick, the, the biggest mistakes in business that you have made so that others can learn from those challenges would be what? You know, here, like, when, probably, probably like a, a very contrarian answer you're about to receive. But uh, in the early days, uh, it was all about me, 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 me. And the crazy thing was I lost sight of the bigger picture, which was my family and my father. Uh, was dying before my very eyes and I was just too busy working. I was too busy, busy, busy being busy to look up and sort of realize, I guess, that I need to spend more quality time with family. And probably if I'll say ever, you know, in retrospect, that's probably my biggest regret still to this day that, I mean, it's great to go out there and monetize your life, work on your life. But, um, I, back in the early days, um, I, I was too introspective and, um, I didn't look at the bigger picture, and um, you know, unfortunately, my father passed away without me spending quality time. And that's still my biggest regret when it comes to business. I, I think a lot of people make that mistake, Nick. Yeah, I mean, it's good to talk about the um, the success, but you know what? Uh, you know, the, there's nothing I can do in this world that's going to erase it. That I mean, you know, my right. mother, um, you know, fortunately, she's still alive, and I, you know, I've learned some very valuable lessons. I mean, it's great to go out there and just really work in your life and just. You know, lead, live a very fabulous life, but you know, at the end of the day, it's um, it's worthless. It's you know, the, the real value to your life is the the people around you that matter the most, and the people that are gonna that there for the real for the right reasons. Absolutely, right, right. Uh, something that that you believe in strongly, and I want you to define what this means, is that we should be outsourcing our business more. Talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I learned I learned how to delegate and outsource a very long time ago. In fact, um, you know, with all my businesses around the world, here's a crazy thing, right? I have four full-time staff, four, and I have 20 outsourced assistants. 
And, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, when you talk about outsource assistance, t- tell us what that means for people that aren't familiar with those terms. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. I mean, they are they are my virtual assistants, you know. And I have, yeah. I basically have three project managers that basically answer to me on a daily basis, and these three project managers basically do with the other twenty virtual assistants. And for example, I, I will say probably up to seventy percent of my life now is outsourced out uh, from you know from email to um, just my booking flights, to basically my holidays and my vacations, to um, delivering the dogs to wherever I am in the world. Um, just, I mean, everything is now outsourced. It's, you know, but I, I truly want to be able to do what I do if uh, my life wasn't outsourced, for example, you know. But uh, at all times, I mean, the way I live my life is um, I'm, always, uh, I'm always in communication, whether I'm climbing a mountain or whether I'm in the middle of uh, Antarctica, climbing a mountain or hiking. Uh, I've got satellite phone access. I've got mobile phone access uh, around the world, and um, you know, um, I, I, I pretty much I, I, I sleep five hours per day. Now I say per day. I don't say per night because per day I sleep five hours on my choosing at whatever time, um, uh-huh. and I, you know, so that's pretty much how I run my life. In other words, uh, I save an extra three hours each day, which is over twenty-one hours per week which is over 80 hours per month. So imagine how much time you can add value right. to other people's lives and adding value yeah. to your own, bottom dollar too, by, um, by working on that, um, on that, on that paradigm yeah. that is, you know? Now, 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 how many hours a day do you work, business work? Uh, here's the thing, one hour per day. One, one hour, hour per day? Gone? That's correct. And here's the thing, irrespective of whether it's a weekend, a weekday, or a public holiday, or whatever, or, 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 or a religious day, or whatever, right? It's got to be one hour per day. Anything more than one hour is a job, as far as I'm concerned. So it's one hour of productive time. And usually your most, your most productive time could be four or five o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning before the noise of life wakes up. Yeah. yeah. And then what's the rest of your day like? If you're working one hour a day, what do you do for the other other hours? Yeah, uh, for me, it's just um, I like to read. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm always working on kind of thing. It's... Uh, you know, I love being on the beach. I love, um, you know, physical fitness and whatever too. I love to yeah. um, just, you know, hang out with friends. And sometimes I just, I just surprise friends that I haven't spoken to in a very, very long time. I just, and I just take them out to lunch. So for me, it's, um, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm a true believer that um, any individual who claims they're busy, they're not really making money. They're just busy being busy. Um, right. My one-hour rule: it's productive time. It's productive time. Yeah. Yeah, if, and if, whether it's a weekday or a weekend. So I really yeah. live, I live that seven-day weekend lifestyle because um, I, I don't buy that five-day work week scam. I truly believe in a seven-day weekend lifestyle. I approach each day of my life as if it is a weekend. I love it. This is so great, Nick. When, when you look to outsource, are there certain organizations that you believe have the best outsourcing people? Do you go through an organization? Do you go and just find individuals? How do you do that? You know what? Um, when I first started out, I, I went for a couple of organizations that I found out there in the marketplace, but then I, I sort of felt that I was training them more so than what they were actually helping me. Yes. Um, so what I did was I created my own team. In other words, I trained them myself. And right. then I actually brought in other trainers who were far more experienced in particular fields, whether it's social media or internet marketing. And then I brought them in to train um, the team of virtual assistants. So what I, what I actually created was a boutique operation. And because I have a lot of um, clients around the world, and now a lot of my clients around the world um, 
want, now want to use my virtual assistants. And now I've actually opened up a boutique operation, which are virtual wow. assistants that have been trained by me, by my, by, by me. And mind you, I've got very high standards in relation to what I want in relation to deliverability, in relation to like um, just, just you know, the, all those, all those tasks that I don't want to do myself, you know? Yes. But uh, I find the best thing is find, create your own operation, train them, or simply use somebody else's operations where it's been tried and tested and proven um, over um, a long period of time. Absolutely. Yeah. Nick, final question, and we're going to let you yeah. go, and we're, we're going to go to another quick break here. Final question. The favorite place on earth that you've ever traveled, vacation, spent time in would be where? Wow, that's you know what I have been to 132 countries. Wow. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of things. I would say probably the most beautiful place in the world is um, um, I have a um, I have a lifestyle company. We take clients every year to Antarctica, and one place in particular is uh, Deception Bay. And um, uh, once you pass Neptune's Bella, you enter Deception Island. It's actually a volcanic island in Antarctica. Believe it or not, it's a volcanic island in Antarctica. Wow. And we, we, go, we rock up to shore in our zodiacs and we dig up a spa because it's freezing cold. It's like 10 degrees, but yeah. uh, we dig up a spa on the shoreline and it's 90 degrees. And we just wow. jump in there and we just chill out <laughs> and we just drink champagne in the middle of Antarctica. We dig up our own spa. And the great thing is, once we finish with our spa, then the penguins jump in and thinking, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, why didn't I think of this? Here we're, here we're exactly. swimming in this freezing water, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a vol- Nick. It's, Nick. It's, it's a volcanic island. It truly is the most oh. amazing place on the planet. It really is. I mean, I've been there like five, six, seven times, and um, I take clients. But it's just, it's, it really is the most exotic location, you know, mm-hmm. being freezing cold, but yet you're, 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 you're nice and snug and is awesome hot tub. <laughs> right. <laughs> a man, uh, yeah, I, I, I was just going to say, a, a man built a, a hot tub. NickHaleckLive.com is the website, the book, The Thrillionaire. Nick, it was wonderful having you on. Thanks so much for sharing your wisdom and Thank time. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for the listeners, too. Yeah, you bet, Nick. Have a great day, man. 1-800-548-TALK. The text, 941-266-7676. We are here for you, bringing you the top guests in the world to help inspire you to go to the next level. Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, Success and Miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com. Right now, this teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. 
Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at talkdavid.com. Are you ready to create the life you've always wanted? Here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with Master Life Coach David Essel. You know, in four short months, our sales have climbed more than 150% in what is termed a declining marketplace. I look forward to what we can continue to create together. David helped us rebuild our marriage after an affair. We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Every man knows the importance of accomplishing goals regarding money, sex, fitness, and career. So which of these areas would you love to really excel at? Making more money, enhancing your sex life, getting a lean, strong body, or a better career? Master Life Coach David Essel has helped millions of men create the life of their dreams, and he's ready to do the same for you. Work with David one-on-one from anywhere in the USA. Right now, visit TalkDavid.com. You deserve what you desire. That's TalkDavid.com. A dependency on alcohol, food, drugs, spending, or sex can destroy our attitude, motivation, and our relationships. If you're tired of the struggle with any dependency or addiction, today is the day to get focused on your healing. I'm David Essel, XM Radio host, author, and master life coach. For over 20 years, we have helped people quickly release dependencies that have held them back for years. Freedom awaits. If you desire freedom, contact me now at talkdavid.com. I'm personally in recovery for several addictions, and life free of these is amazing. Let's do it together. You're never alone in our proven programs. Today, make it happen at talkdavid.com. Money can't buy happiness, but it surely makes the ride much easier. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you're frustrated over money or earning less than you desire, contact me now at talkdavid.com. In our one-on-one programs, we'll help you to focus and create a plan to make the money you deserve and desire. And all of our programs are 100% guaranteed. Let go of the stress over money through our proven programs at talkdavid.com today. Decide to live life differently and we'll help you to do it. Everything's at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. There's a fire starting in my heart. Reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark Finally I can see you crystal clear Go ahead and sell me out and I'll lay your ship back You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio show Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at TalkDavid.com Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation David Essel. Ah, broadcasting live on a Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Welcome aboard, gang. Toll free 1 800 548 TALK. 1 800 548 TALK. Text 941 266 7676. The text 941 266 7676. This came in about an hour ago. Is 
Seasonal Affective Disorder Real. I live in the Midwest and feel no energy for the past two months. I'm a 37-year-old female. I train at the gym hard every day, so I know it's not a lack of exercise that leads me to this fatigue. Well, you know, absolutely. If you're 37 years old, this has happened in the past. Living in the Midwest, you have uh, the winter time every year, obviously. The last couple months, do you notice it? It's usually a pattern. Now, it can start later in life, absolutely, seasonal affective disorder. Uh, there's a great book that was written years and years and years ago. I highly recommend, still to this day, called Winter Blues. And some of us are highly sensitive to less sunlight. We, we might feel low energy as you do. You could absolutely feel um, a depression. You could feel like a low-grade depression. Um, there are lights that you can use, full-spectrum lights, that come in like a little light box that you sit on your kitchen table and just put it on in front of you every morning when you arise. And depending on um, what people recommend, the manufacturer's recommendation, it might be for 20 minutes, it could be for 30 minutes, it could be for 45 minutes. So while you're eating breakfast, reading the paper, doing whatever you're doing, meditating in the morning, whatever you do, you can have these full-spectrum lights on you, which then could be help in one of the steps needed to alleviate the seasonal affective disorder. Google it. I would absolutely Google SAD or seasonal affective disorder and uh, see if it isn't something you might want to give it a shot. If, you know, if I was in that situation personally and felt this shift in the wintertime of dragging myself out of bed and dragging myself into the gym and not feeling the energy, I would definitely give this a shot. This helped millions and millions of people. Um, uh, this this also, and this came in just about five minutes ago, I just watched your YouTube video on guilt, and it has helped. Here's my story. I cheated on my boyfriend three years ago. We broke up, but I still feel guilty to this day for doing it, and it's affecting my current relationship. Could you please uh, explain, uh, explain in more detail the concept of letting go of guilt? All right, so let's talk about guilt is good up to a point. Guilt is good, all right? And why do I say this? Because guilt awakens us to that we've done something wrong. So if you feel guilty that you're not in the gym, if you feel guilty that you drank when you said you weren't going to, if you feel guilty that, that you uh, screamed at your kid again in the car when you said you were going to start screaming, if you feel guilty that you spent money that you don't have, guilt is good up to a point. It's an awakening tool. It says there's something amiss here. There's something wrong. So the steps that we take to remove guilt are, number one, if it has to do with someone else that we've hurt, you said you cheated on your boyfriend three years ago, uh, if you haven't apologized, apologize to them. And if you did apologize to your boyfriend three years ago, and let's say he didn't accept it. Let's say, because sometimes this is what happens with people that carry guilt, is the person that they hurt says, you know, basically, screw you. I'm not going to accept your apology. You know, you were an idiot for doing this. I don't ever want to talk to you again. I don't ever want to see you again, whatever it might be. So you still carry the guilt. I would do this. Write a letter that you would never send to him and do it for seven straight days every day. Get up and write the letter. And for some people, we've helped write a letter to a parent who's been dead for 20 years. That they, you know, Nick Halick, our, our recent guest, said that uh, one of the re regrets he has in life is that when his father was dying, he wasn't 
around. He was out making money instead. So if it's something like that that's happened, we'd say for seven straight days, write a letter to your boy, for your former boyfriend who you cheated on, telling him that you're sorry for doing exactly what you did. At the end of seven days, many people feel an amazing shift. It's like there's this energetic healing that takes place where they put the time in and the effort in, and they've held themselves accountable and responsible for the error they made, and then they can move on. The second letter that I would also write every day for seven days is a letter of forgiveness to yourself and a vow not to repeat this. And I would do that for seven straight days. In those two actions, writing a letter saying that you're sorry to this person and a letter forgiving yourself for doing what you did, it may be all that's necessary for you to move forward. And yes, you know, anything that we don't clear up in a past relationship, hell yes, it's going to be in the present. You know, if it's not guilt, you might have a resentment against a former boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife that you could be carrying forward with all the men you'll be with and all the women you'll be with from now until you die unless you take care of that resentment. And how do we know we have a resentment against someone from our past? Well, when we think about them, it might put a pit in our stomach. Or when we talk about them, we go, oh, yeah, I remember John. Mary was an idiot or whatever it might be. Okay, there's a resentment there. And no matter how different you might think your current partner is or a future partner might be from someone you dated in the past or married and divorced that you do not like, it's all the same. When the new person triggers you in some way that could remind you of your past partner, you're going to have a resentment against your current one, even if they didn't do anything that horrendous. So with this guilt stuff, though, you got you got to take care of it. The last technique that I would ask you to try and to utilize is what we call the cancel technique. Now, in our free book, The Power of Focus, which is at our website, talkdavid.com, you can go there right now and get a copy of our free book, The Power of Focus. We explain in there in detail how to use the cancel technique, but it's pretty darn simple in that, you know, what you do is when the thought of guilt comes up, You simply say the word cancel, and then you insert an affirmation. You know, I am past that. I have forgiven myself. I have um, asked for forgiveness. I have apologized, whatever it might be, and you just move on. But those three techniques, the apology letter for seven days to your former boyfriend, the letter of forgiveness to yourself for seven days, and then the cancel technique, should really take care of everything in regards to that circumstance and situation. If it doesn't, text us back. Just send me another, you know, it's seven days from now. So start writing tonight. And seven days from now, you know, go ahead and and let me know how you're doing, how you're feeling. You know, because guilt shouldn't be with us. I mean, once we deal with it, once we deal with it, it should be gone. You know, we really, really, really should be letting go of it. If it was three years ago for you, for some people, they carry guilt for 20 years. For some people, 50 years. That's That's not necessary. The, the, the power of guilt should be in the present moment to alter us from doing a behavior, from saying something, thinking something, acting in some way that is not healthy, right? But once that moment is gone and we're accountable for it, 
we should not feel guilt anymore, and I mean that sincerely. You know, we've worked with people over the years that have had guilt for um, a sibling that has died that was in their care, uh, for a parent that has died that was in their care that they may or may not have done anything intentionally. Uh, in 99% of the cases, they did nothing intentionally, but the child died or the parent died or the partner died, and they carried guilt for 30, 40 years, you know, because if I just would have been awake instead of asleep, if I just wouldn't have gone out that night and stayed home with mom or dad instead, if I, if I, if I, but those things will never help us. It's going to destroy us. In the carrying of long-term guilt, we have addiction. Most of us eventually won't be able to handle the guilt long term. So somewhere early on, we'll, we'll create an addiction to food, nicotine, alcohol, drugs, sex, spending as some way to divert the feeling of guilt, even though it's still there. So be highly aware. Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, success and miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Inspirational guest known to man every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific for the past 23 years. We've been doing that, and today is no different. You're tuned into David Essel Live. David Essel in the box, broadcasting out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Welcome aboard, gang. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Our text number, 941-266-7676. Text us in the studio right now at 941 941- Two six six seven six seven six. Proud to be part of the iHeart Radio Premier Radio Clear Channel Radio Massive Network, the Gorilla of Talk Radio. There's no doubt about that. Oh my gosh, Marilla Scott is with us today. One of uh, Oprah's five ambassadors of hope, selected as one of Oprah's five ambassadors of hope because of what she's gone through in life, the power that she's brought into this world to inspire millions upon millions of people to change, to let go of victimhood. And we're going to find out Marilla's story, her personal story. And then we'll be talking about her book, Surrounded by Inspiration, in just a couple minutes. I want to just start off with this thought. You know, so many people become frozen, handcuffed on the fence in life because of a victimization. You know, it's because I was raised like X that I can only be Y. Because there's a Democrat in the office, I can only make this amount of money. Because of the housing, because of my former partner, because of whatever it might be, right? It's all about victimization. Marilla has seen that, experienced that, broken through it. And we're going to find out right now how you might be able to do that, too. Again, one of five of Oprah's Ambassadors of Hope, a number of books she's written, Surrounded by Inspiration, is the one we're going to talk about today from Child. Childhood abuse to worldwide inspiration. Marilla, welcome to the show. Hi, David. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, you you are more than more than welcome. Talk about like tell us about your childhood. What occurred that brought you into such a dark space? Well, I'll tell you, David. In our house, um, that's the title of my book that accounts my memoir. 
I grew up under extreme, extreme situations of physical abuse, and then my mother got involved in some things spiritually that actually kind of caused her a lot of harm in another way and jeopardized the household the way we were. My father was recruited by the CIA right out of college and IBM simultaneously, and he was a very intelligent man. But what happened behind closed doors was an entirely different story. And I had five brothers with, um, you know, we went through so much that people that read the book, they're like, how did you even make it out of that house? But, mm. you know, my childhood was one thing. And people look at pieces of their life that happened, and they count that as their entire life. That was just right. an episode or part of my life. And I talk to a lot of people day after day that tell me of some horrific things that occurred in their home. And they read my story and say, I would have never been able to go through what you did. Well, that wasn't my whole life. I was a child, and I really couldn't do anything about it because I was at the mercy of actually what happened behind closed doors with my parents. However, when I was able and old enough to make choices, I had to understand, you know, that that was something that I went through, not meant to stay in. And I was a victim at that time, but as we know, history is just that. It's history. So it happened. It was over. And I had the choice to either stay in that pain, stay in that suffering, stay with those memories, or move on and shape and change my life into what I wanted to be. And Marilla, that's basically what, and, what in our house does. And at what age did you awaken to this thought process that that is the past and I need to figure out a way to move on? Do you remember? Well, actually, I do, David. That's a great question. Um, because it happened when I was around 17, 18 years old after I left the home because I realized very quickly that, you know, I took so much pain with me but I'm gone now. Now, what do I do? Carry that out of that life, out of that house, or shape my own? So, you know, I didn't want to be a victim. I didn't want to stay a victim for the rest of my life. And and when you look at that, that victimization part of it, how did it manifest in your life? Like, did it manifest in other relationships? Did it manifest in drug, alcohol use? Like, can you share? Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, David, the problem that people do have, and, and myself, is that mine came out in the way of carrying luggage, meaning hate and anger, mistrust and doubt for other people because I didn't have a healthy relationship growing up and so I didn't trust anyone. And you can't have a healthy, you know, personal relationship if you can't trust the person you're with. And you can't right. have healthy relationships with your children if you can't teach them healthy behaviors because you're not healthy. And so by the grace of God, I did avoid the drug and alcohol because I knew that because of what I went through was so, so substantially painful that if I ever tried drugs, I would be a, become an addict. If I ever become substance, any kind of substance abuse and alcohol or anything, that I would have let it become me because it would have been a way, an easy way to suppress what I went through. Instead, I took that pain, I took everything that I went through, and I shifted through it and tried to figure out how can I use that to make me wiser, stronger, smarter, and more resilient. And then how can I teach other people to overcome it, yeah. which is what my mission is and what I do. So 17, 18 years of age, you awaken to this thought process. Marilyn Scott is who we're talking to right now. You awaken to this thought process that, okay, I went through some hellacious stuff in my childhood. I can either carry it with me, this baggage, and allow me to not trust people, to not be able to be in relationship, friendships, whatever it might be, and trust people. How did you begin to let it go? Once you became to this awareness that this isn't going to be healthy for me to carry this forward, this lack of trust, how did you start to let it go? You know what happened is that I began journaling and writing. Writing is very therapeutic for me, and it allowed me to get a lot of things out that I really didn't know that I expressed. And yes. it took a long time, to be honest with you. It didn't happen. You know, I began at 17 and 18 understanding because I went to college and I was away from there. 
but I realized that the relationships that I was having, people and friends that I was meeting, and, and, and no matter what I did, even in my career, that it was just I, I couldn't excel at the way and to the capacity that I wanted to. And so when I started writing, and I wrote, you know, the whole time I was at home through the abuse and everything, I used to write poetry, I used to write accounts of what happened, I took everything and turned it into a book. And I kept writing over 13 years, and I didn't realize it, but every time I would write, it was healing me. It was letting me see and understand, yeah. hey, you're writing about something that already happened. You're writing about something that's over. You're writing about something that now you have the ability to decide what do you want to do from here. And that's where the change came in. It was a journey, but worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. That That's a long time to write, isn't it? To come oh, to the awareness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I kept putting it down because I really didn't know how to let go of the anger that I had. And yeah. when I start writing, I realized how angry I was. And I said, you know, I don't even want to think about this anymore because it made me filled with rage. But then, you know, as I got a little older and a little older, I said, something's got to give. You know, I, I need to release this. And the writing became more therapeutic because I allowed it to. Instead of holding on to the anger, I let go of it and transcend it into a more peaceful state of mind. And had I known then what I know now, I would have written that book in a matter of six months. <laughs> a lot quicker. I, oh, my goodness. It is it was oh. like amazing what it did. Amazing. Yes. Because I got it out of me. Amazing. That is that's so beautiful. Uh, Marilyn, when, when you're working with people now and who have experienced great hardship, abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, they've e- experienced someone stealing their life savings or whatever it might be. What, what is the, 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 the recipe? What is the prescription you give them for writing? Is there like a certain pattern that you ask them to begin with in regards to what do you write about? How many minutes per day, et cetera? You know, David, um, there was a gentleman that I just finished his book. Actually, his name is David Tuckaroo, Jr., and I did his story, Bad to the Bone. And when we first sat down and talked about doing his book, he was very angry. He had a lot of anger because he ended up with having leukemia at the age of 25. And um, he's from Canada, and his story is so phenomenal. And when he came to me at first, he had a lot of anger, and he said, you know, I want to talk about this, I'm going to talk about that. And I said, well, then I'm not the right person to help you because I like people to find the inspiration in their pain because no matter where you go and what you do you are surrounded by inspiration think about the other kids and those little babies that are down the hallway in the hospitals being treated with leukemia and you're 25 years old but they have to withstand it and that's all they know some were born with it so you have to find out how that made you better stronger you're still here and when we wrote oh my gosh this young man he opened up his soul let me go inside showed me everything that he was harboring that was combined with the leukemia and what he went through in the pain and the family relationship, and we sorted everything out. And by the time he finished his book, his father said he's like night and day. Because a lot oh, of things cool. he couldn't tell people, he, he released it. And I said, if I'm going to work with you, and I tell people, if you're going to write your story, whether it's me doing it or someone else, because I'm a ghostwriter as well, I said, you have to tell the truth. When you acknowledge the truth, not your end of it, but the truth across the board, that's right. you can begin to heal. I love Marilla, I'm going to ask you to hang in there with us. Marilla Scott is our, our guest right now, author of one of many of her books, Surrounded by Inspiration. We're going to come back with Marilla after this break and get more into forgiveness. How do you forgive? What are the benefits? Where do you start? You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. I'm David Essel. TalkDavid.com is the website. Stay right there. Are you 
ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, Success and Miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. David.com. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. For 30 years, I had been struggling in a codependent relationship, and I had abandoned all that was sacred to me. And after just five months working with David, my life has totally turned around. David's work has changed my life forever. I am truly finding my joy again. Client success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200. So visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Are you exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. 
Would you like to learn the secrets of the most successful people in life to radically change your life and then help others do the same? Hi, I'm David Essel. Since 1996, we've been teaching people from all over the world how to become certified life coaches. These classes can be done in person or via teleconference from anywhere in the USA. And we even offer these life-changing courses via a one-on-one option. Our certification is so effective that it's the only one offered in the USA on a college campus. Visit LifeCoachUniverse.com. That's LifeCoachUniverse.com. Tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now, here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Coast to coast every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Networks. Broadcasting live out of Studio E, Los Angeles, California, 800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Text 941-266-7676, Marla Scott is our guest right now, one of Oprah's five ambassadors of hope, author of several books, including Surrounded by Inspiration. What did it feel like, Marla, to, to be selected by Oprah as one of the five ambassadors of hope? You know, that's such a substantial honor because uh, she recognized the work that I was doing in teaching people basically not to become a victim by understanding the indicators of an abuser and teaching people to forgive. Um, it's amazing. It's an honor. That's all I could say about that. It's a beautiful honor. Yeah, that, that's so cool. Oh, that is just so cool. So, so let's talk about forgiveness. You know, we have listeners right now around the country who have gone through something horrendous, many of them. You know, it could be that, that, their, that their life savings were stripped away, stolen by someone they know or someone they don't know. It could have been incest, rape. It could be um, just ongoing betrayal. Talk about, first of all, the struggle with forgiving that person. Let's talk about that, Marla. Well, you know, people seem to think that forgiveness is something when you ask them to do it and say, hey, you have to forgive that person, that it's easy. And it's not. It's a process that you have to sometimes go through. And sometimes it's a spiritual process. Sometimes it's a personal battle that you have to overcome. But forgiveness isn't always about the other person. It's more about you. So you're not allowing someone or something or a situation to hold you emotionally hostage anymore. And the beautiful thing about that is once you learn to forgive what you're doing is learning to let go of negativity, and that's when you begin to heal. Because a lot of people that I've spoken to, some of the people that they're angry with and they can't forgive, they're no longer in their life anymore. So right. what if they've asked for forgiveness? What if they've forgotten <laughs> and some people didn't even know they hurt you that bad? You're carrying something that can be catastrophic to your own personal and healthy development instead of letting go of it. Yeah, It's a must and, and and, and, you know, it's true, too, Marilla, that, that there are some people that have passed on and we're still Absolutely. angry at that person who's passed on. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. And it's, it's beyond me a lot of times when I teach people that how do you know that that person didn't ask to be forgiven? They didn't ask for forgiveness, you know, 
for what they've done to you? And how do you know they even realize they did anything wrong? And so you're carrying around luggage, and someone's not even here for you to do what? Hate them? Be angry right. towards them? Right. So what's the process? What, Marla, how, how does someone, a listener right now, sitting there going, well, I don't know if I'm ready, but I'll give it a shot. You know, my, my former partner cheated on me 10 times, or, you know, this happened or that happened. Like, like, how do we start that forgiveness process? Well, you know, a lot of times people forget that forgiveness means for beginning with yourself. You have to learn how to forgive yourself because there are things that you've done to other people, and think about that. Have you ever hurt one of your girlfriends or your boyfriends or your mother, your parents, or did something that that you would never think that you could be forgiven, and someone forgave you. Let's just start there is what I tell people. And then you want people to forgive you, but how is it that you refuse to forgive someone else? How can we ask for someone to forgive us when we do something wrong or let us off the hook for something we've done, and, you know, we can't acknowledge and give that, be gracious enough to pass that along? It's really about your own spiritual well-being and your health. Forgiveness is actually a negative emotion, negative emotions, can cause tremendous stress on your body. Yeah, it's not exactly. good. And, and I'm, I'm guessing that you believe that the written process is an important way to start forgiveness, is to put it on paper. Well, you know what? When you're writing, you're seeing what the issue is. Sometimes you can view it from a different perspective than what you thought by keeping it inside. Because if you look at it and you're honest with yourself and you write things down, the key is to write the truth. Don't be biased and write your version. Write what actually transpired. And sometimes seeing it from a different perspective, it's, it's healthy. Because you can say the sun is setting over there, and I'll tell you that, you know, it's rising over here. And the funny thing about it is it's a matter of perspective. It doesn't mean we're right or wrong, but you have to respect other people's perspectives. And if you can agree to disagree, you can learn to say, okay, I'm going to forgive you. I'm not going to necessarily forget. But I'm going to, and I'm not going to, you know, carry this luggage and this negativity anymore. But it doesn't mean I'm going to trust you and we're going to be best friends. You can right forgive on. and move on. That's what people right have to understand. Forgiveness isn't saying you got a free pass. Right. Good, 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 good. So important to hear. You know, when, when we talk about this, we always say that there's forgiveness with release and forgiveness with, with acceptance. Forgiveness with release is I forgive you, but you're not going to be part of my life. Very exactly. nice to have met you. Right. Exactly. And then forgiveness with acceptance. We may make a choice to say, wow, that really hurt what you did, really, you know, damaged me. But I, I want to forgive you and bring you back. How do you know that it's okay to bring someone back who has hurt you. You forgave them. What's that line of demarcation in the sand for you, Marilla? That's a good question, David, because the line is when you see that that individual has changed and they can truly ask for forgiveness and say, you know what, I know what I did wrong with no excuses, without saying, well, had you not done this or I didn't realize this, when you hear the excuses, they, they don't get it. But when you know that they say, look, you know, I've gone on a journey, I did some things that were wrong, please forgive me. If you can see their life has changed, their attitude has changed, if people change their mindset, they change their life. If their mindset has changed, then you know that they truly mean what they say or they're truly attempting to change. And it's, it's not a bad thing to offer and extend the olive branch to say, okay, you know, but I'm going to keep an eye on you, but you don't have to fully pull them back in. You know, you don't pull them back in and let them do it again. That's right becoming, on. allowing yourself to be victimized. You have to be yeah. smarter and learn from your experiences. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You keep an eye on them. Okay, listen. Exactly. <laughs> You're under watch, baby. You can come on back. But <laughs> yeah, I see you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right, 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 right. No, we, we've got two minutes. We're going to go to a quick break. Um, do, do you have a chance? Do you have a couple more minutes to spend with us after the bottom Absolutely. of the hour? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, 
Great, 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 because I love speaking with you, and I've got more stuff I want to go over with you. Um, when someone knows, we have a minute and a half left to the break, when someone knows that they are cleared out of the anger, resentment, what are the signs? How does someone know that the forgiveness work is overdone, they can move on, they can forget about it? It doesn't consume them anymore because their focus is on their career, on their family, on healthy things. When you're focusing on things that are healthy, you're over it. You're clearly over it. But when you still, if you see that person and you, and you have to fight your anger or try really hard to let go, you haven't done it yet. You haven't done it. I, it's, go back to the writing. Go back to getting someone professionally to help you. Go back and do whatever you got to do to get rid of it, correct? Absolutely. It makes a big difference. And sometimes we are too prideful to say, hey, I need help with this. And when we don't ask for help if we need it, that's why people end up in substance abuse with addictions, with other problems, you know, with anger issues, because we won't say we can't let this go. And a lot of things, a lot of problems like that actually stem from being in, unable to let things go. And we have to learn to do that. It's a release of negativity. Just release it. Right on. Yes. Marla Scott is my guest. MarilaScott.com is the website. MarilaScott.com is the website. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about the, her recovery from brain aneurysms. What caused them? What does she know? Do the medical people know what caused the brain aneurysms? And how did she recover herself? What were the steps that she took to overcome Brain aneurysms. Marla Scott, one of uh, Oprah's five ambassadors of hope. An amazing, amazing honor. Author of many books included, Surrounded by Inspiration. We'll be back with Marla in just a second. I'm David Essel. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive. Our website, talkdavid.com. Stay there. You can see it fading fast. So you grab a piece of something that you think is going to last. Baby, a song you made me want to roll my windows down and cruise. Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, when I first saw that bikini top on her, she's popping right out of the South Georgia water. Thought, oh, good Lord, she had them long tan legs, couldn't help myself. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, every Saturday across this great United States of America, celebrating 23 years on the air. That's what we're doing here at David Essel Alive. My guest, Marilyn Scott, uh, one of Oprah's five ambassadors of hope, author of many books, including Surrounded by Inspiration. We're talking to her about uh, victimization, overcoming victimhood, forgiveness, release. How do you know when to bring people in? How do you know when to keep them out after you've been betrayed in some way? And now we're going into her own personal story of brain aneurysms and how she overcame, how she healed. Uh, Marilyn, tell us the story. Like, what were the symptoms? When did they start? And then what was the healing process? You know, um, this is so cool. This is a cool story, David, because I knew when you pay attention to your body, instead of paying so much attention to the pitfalls and downfalls and judging everybody else, you can really see more of what's going on in your own life. And right. I could tell something was wrong. I had, you know, a little bit of blurry vision. I had headaches. I just didn't feel right. And I went to the doctor, told him something was wrong. And they said, oh, you know, 
this is probably this, it's probably that. I said, no, it's right here. I can point right to the spot in my head where it was. Long story short, um, I was diagnosed with having a brain aneurysm, and they didn't give me, but they said, you, you probably won't make it through the night. It's really, really bad. We, you know, wow. and if you do make it, yeah, it was, it was bad. They said, if you do, um, you'll probably be a vegetable. And I said, okay, well, um, thanks for that. <laughs> so I told my son and my daughter, I said, you know, let's go home. I took the IVs out, and I left the hospital and went home. And six years later, I lived six years with those aneurysms, knowing that I had an aneurysm. But in the time being, I went back because I, my symptoms got worse, and they did another test, the, and they found a doctor that said, let me take a look and see if I can try and stent it. He went inside, and he found another one. He said, you know, there, you have multiple brain aneurysms, and they've grown so large that they can't be stented. And he said, there's nothing we can do for you. So that was in that when they initially found out in that first you know, few months, six months, so after yeah. that, I went six years from that point of finding out I had multiple aneurysms and went on with my life. I said, okay, I'm going to put it in God's hands. And I, I just forgot about it as if I didn't have them and just continued yeah. to live my life because I said, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go. But I'm going to go being and doing things that I typically do. So the symptoms came back and they were worse. They never really left me, but they got worse. And I knew I went to see my physician and he said, you know, we, we have six years in between us. There's got to be somebody that can do something because before no doctor would touch me. Now I went to a doctor, a neurosurgeon, and he sent me to one. And he said, you know what, um, you need to have surgery immediately. I was doing a women's retreat, and I said, you know, I have a retreat with women. Women are coming from all over the world. I, I can't have surgery. <laughs> he said, you need to have it now. I said, how about, you know, next week or next month? And he said, no. We'll do it Monday. I said, Tuesday, I have to tell my children and my family. <laughs> and he said, I'm just going to bargain with them. So we, yeah, had, we really? did the surgery. Oh, yeah. We, I said, okay, we'll do it, but do you think I'm going to make it? And he said, there's no guarantees in this because of the size and location of your speech and memory. He said, but I'm very good at what I did. That's what I mm. needed to hear. And I hear yes. God's voice tell me, get it done. So I went in. I did the women's retreat first, and I shaved my head bald that following Tuesday. Um, it was in May, um, nearly three years ago. I went in, shaved my head bald, and said, okay, God, do with me what you will. Came out of the surgery. He, you know, clipped one, wrapped another, and he couldn't do anything with the third. But I'm still here. And it's an amazing journey that I've been on because wow. Wow. I had to really fight to get back to where I am now, where I'm, you know, ghostwriting stories and traveling and speaking and doing things. I have my life back, but I wanted yes. that. You see, sometimes we yeah. give our life up and we give it up because we hear something negative taking place in our life and it's like, okay, time to quit. We're done. We're going to die. And I was told I was going to die multiple times, but I right. wasn't ready to die. And so that's the right. key is that if you give in before you begin to fight, you've already lost. And I wasn't yeah. willing to lose. I'm not a loser. So you have to have a positive attitude all the way out of this world. <laughs> if you're going to have anything, keep a positive attitude right until you ride it out of here. That's right the best way to live. Okay, now what what was it in in those in those moments when he said, you know, we, we've got to go in? Like, what was it? Did you start doing anything differently? Did you did you start writing more, praying more? Did you start being more open, more vulnerable from from that time till now, three years ago? Have you changed at all as well? David, this is a beautiful point. Absolutely not, <laughs> because what got me through that surgery was that I was already there. Because yeah. I had always been, my faith in God, my faith is, is so strong, you can't shake it. So what's going to be is going to be. And some people say, well, it's God's will. Well, God wanted me to have what I wanted. He gave me what I wanted. I wanted to live. I have my children, my husband, my family, my life is here. And so I wasn't ready to go. So I, I asked him, I said, 
you know, I want to stay here. And he gave me that. See, we're always like, do with me, you know, kind of, it's my yeah, time right, to go. Right, it's right. go. Uh-uh, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ready for that. So yeah. you have to ask for what you want. We pray for a lot of things, but sometimes yeah. we don't pray the right way or we don't ask for the right things. And, and you have to have faith. You just have to have faith and you have to have that power of positive thinking because there are yes. people that will give you stories of overcoming cancer, like I said, David Tuckaroo with Bad to the Bone. You have people that overcome illnesses and, and substance abuse that shouldn't, people say they shouldn't be here today. But you should. Yep. If you're here, yes. you're meant to be. You should be. I love your attitude. You are so <laughs> great. Hey, listen, I, I, I got to share this with you because this is a bone of contention I have. I'm in recovery, right. and I'm one of those people that, you know, I am so blessed because of the roads that I went down and came out of. But there, there there's a line that I just do not agree with in recovery that people use all the time, and I think it's the lazy man's way out, and it says, and, and the line is, as you well it, you know it very well, let go and let God. And, you know, I believe like you do. I say, you know what, Let God's going to do half the work, but baby, you got to come to the plate with the other half. You can't just let go and hope that something <laughs> brilliant's going to happen. You have to actually bust your butt as well. Isn't that true? <laughs> that's what you say right on to right there because the bottom line is that's a cop out when you say that god gave us the free will to do whatever we want and then right. all of a sudden we give it back to him and say okay i'm gonna let go and let god fix this he's giving you the free will the power <laughs> the strength the opportunity to do and fix your life if you want to why do we why do we throw it back at times of convenience we yeah. we have the power to shape and change our life anytime anytime we want to we need the strength to do it. We have to believe we can, but you have to invest in the work. So, you know, I, I applaud you, David. I really do. We have yeah, to invest yeah. in ourselves. Right. That's right. That's right. So for all of our listeners that are out there that are facing difficult times and you have great faith and all that other kind of wonderful stuff, that when it comes to the work, ask yourself, am I doing the work? You know, Marilyn has told us very several stories about her doing the work to overcome. So God is there holding your hand, has his arm around your shoulder, and whispering in your ear, encouraging words. But you got to get your butt up in the morning and do the work as well. Absolutely. We've got, we've got to be willing to do that. Hey, uh, last question for you, Marilyn. How is it that you practice your faith do you have like routines rituals to to embolden and to embrace in your faith yeah i'll tell you what it is it's really easy and i hope people are listening to this because it actually has worked throughout my life when i began what you need to do is tune into god we tune into negativity with your friend said this you know so-and-so told you this so-and-so said this would never happen and you can't do this and then you take all that in and that's what your mind operates off of, of that negativity. And so my faith, when you clear your mind and when you want to talk to somebody, don't go talk to your best girlfriend or your best buddy so you're going to get the feedback that works in their life that may be right. something negative. Well, leave your boyfriend because I just left my husband because he was cheating or stop doing this because so-and-so did this and I heard this. Talk to God. If you want to talk to somebody that you're going to get the truth from, <laughs> talk to God. And guess what? He's not going to tell your secrets. He's not going to betray you. So, you know, right that's what I do. I clear my mind. I, I put, you know, everything in his hands. And my life has gone flawlessly and accordingly to that plan. He knows my it. heart. He knows my will. He knows my strength. And he knows yours, too. 
And, and as you're listening, you have friends, family members, maybe your partners that aren't listening live right now. At us of about 9 o'clock tonight, Nathan will have all of our interviews from today, as he does every Saturday, posted in archive form at our website, talkdavid.com. Get the inspiration. Grab the energy that Meryl has been sharing with us for the last 40 minutes or so. Let your friends know that these interviews are available so they can grab some of that power and inspiration that she shared with us right now. Meryl Scott, the website, Meryl Scott. Com, one of Oprah's five ambassadors of hope, author of multiple books, including Surrounded by Inspiration. And Marilla, I'm going to have April, who books our show, the show producer, with our guest to contact your agent again. I want to have you back on for um, for Bad to the Bone. I want to get you back to talk about that. Is that a go? Oh, you will love that story. Absolutely, David. I love your show. I love your platform and what you're doing and your attitude, the way you view life. Oh, it's amazing. You're an inspiration. Yeah. So thank whoever you. listens nope. to you is surrounded by inspiration. <laughs> well, we're a great match, and we're going to do it again, Marilla. You have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Josh and Liz. Bye, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks, David. Uh, you're welcome, Marilla. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. When we come back, we're going to be answering your – I'm so excited to get to all your texts and emails. My Lord. They're building up. 941 is the text number, 266 is the text number. Call us, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Listen to Marilyn Scott tonight. Again, 9 o'clock Eastern. The shows are up archived at talkdavid.com. So glad you're with us. Stay right there. I'm David Essel. Don't you love her as she's walking out the door Like she did Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, Success and Miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to TalkDavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's TalkDavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Are you exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. 
Is your relationship operating at its highest potential, or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now, trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship, or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. Are you ready to create the life you've always wanted? Here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with Master Life Coach David Essel. You know, in four short months, our sales have climbed more than 150% in what is termed a declining marketplace. I look forward to what we can continue to create together. David helped us rebuild our marriage after an affair. We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Ah, coast to coast every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard, gang. Ta- I'm going to get to your text right now. Uh, boy, we got a bunch of them. Here's the text number, 941 266 Seven six seven six nine four one two six six seven six seven six. Phone eight hundred five four eight talk. Phone eight hundred five four eight talk. My my wife and I struggle with our weight. Uh, I can see us both trying to get each other to work out and eat right, but we never seem to succeed. It. I would like to start a whole food regimen, but don't know where to begin. Don't have the money to hire a professional. Any advice? Okay. So number one is that, you know, the easiest thing in the world to do would be to get either a juicer uh, or a food processor. Some, you know, you might even be able to use a blender at home to start with, depending on what it is that you like in regards to consistency of your vegetables and fruits. 
Well, a couple weeks ago, we had on Dr. Michael Murray, a great book. So let me make this recommendation first. Uh, the Complete Book of Juicing by Dr. Michael Murray is a great book. In, in, in our attempt to eat more raw foods, which we all should be doing, myself included, the easiest way to do it is by juicing or by utilizing a food processor. Um, I am a fan of the processor, and I'll tell you why. I really think that putting in, let's say, like my favorite drink is beets, celery, parsley, a half an apple, carrots. All right, so I'll put a couple carrots in, a beet, a whole beet, you know, like with the green top and everything. Uh, a couple of stalks of celery, some parsley, I'll put it in. Now, if I do it from a juicing point of view, the juice comes out, it's, it's awesome. You have a lot of energy, but I'm missing all the fiber. So I would much rather put it in like a Vitamix type of a, contain, uh, a processor or a food processor or a blender. Some people get away with using a blender. Now, the only difference is it's more like mush than it is just juice. And that turns some people off, right? So if you want, you can always get a juicer. You, you can go to Target and pick them up for $50, $60. You, don't, you know, if you want to go top of the line, you can get one for a couple hundred. Vitamix will run you close to 300 uh, but even for like $60, $70, you can get a really good juicer at, at a Target or a Kmart or a Walmart or something like that. So that's where I would start with whole foods. I would get raw vegetables and fruits, get that book that I recommended. Of course, you know, the any kind of a processor or juicer comes with its own juice recipes as well. But that's where I'd start. Very inexpensive way. The best time of day to, to, to consume your vegetable fruit juices would be first thing in the morning and then that mid-afternoon lull. When you're exhausted, you reach for a candy bar or something like that, a Coke or something like that. Instead, have your juices. And if you can handle it, consume it all. Consume the pulp as well because that's where amazing amount of fiber lies. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, text 941-266-7676. Uh, great, great stuff you guys are sending into the show here, as you always do. Thank you so much for listening, letting your friends know, and letting us help you. Uh, the next one up, my boyfriend every week tells me for at least three months uh, we're going to go to a movie or a dinner or a hike, and at the last minute cancels with logistical problems, like he's overspent and he doesn't have any money or he needs to work, his boss is holding him late. He treats me great except for this. All right, so what do you do? So for three months, every time he says that you're going to do some kind of activity, he cancels. So this is if I was in your situation... First of all, that's not normal, okay? For three straight months to cancel every outing, that's not normal. But this is what I would do if I were you. I want to stay optimistic here. I would record on a piece of paper the last eight weeks of how this has happened, the proof. So you have it on paper, okay? I would record it. So I would say last week that he said we were going to go to the movie on Thursday, and he canceled Thursday morning. The week before, he said we were going to go to dinner on Tuesday, and on Tuesday morning, he canceled. In other words, I would get this really specific. I would do, I would then take, go for a walk or I would do something very casual and tell him that you want to talk to him. And I would start off by saying some things that you're appreciative of. You said the rest of the way he treats you is great. So I would tell him, you know, you treat me really wonderfully and you're respectful or you're kind or you're whatever. But then I would tell him, you know, there is one thing I want to discuss with you, and that is, is that for the last three months, and I've actually charted the last couple weeks, eight weeks, just to give you an idea, here's the things that you said that we would do and we never have. And I want to ask you why. This is a pattern 
It doesn't feel good. It makes me feel X. What does it make you feel? It makes you feel like a second-class citizen. It makes you feel like you're not important. It makes you feel hurt, resentful, disappointment, whatever the feelings are, right? And I would share it with them in writing. I have my clients, God, for 24 years we've done this. You know, I have my clients write out the pattern that isn't working and share it with their partner. Because why do we say write it out? Well, usually partners get defensive. And they'll say, you know what, that's not true. Just two weeks ago we did this. Now, when you pull something out and you show eight weeks of a pattern of him canceling at the last minute, it's going to be really hard for him to justify it, especially when you say this has been going on for three months now and here's the last two months of it, right? And then I would ask him, I would say, you know what, honey, the rest of our relationship is awesome, but what can we do about this? How can we come to a solution? And I would ask him to help you with the solution. And and then I would hold him accountable. If he says, you know what, you're right now that I see that, holy cow, that's not being respectful of you. I promise I'm going to change. So say, great, well, when is it that we're going to do something next? And then I would just follow through. If he breaks his word again, I would then go get professional help. First, you can give it a shot, though, to see, you know, like, is this something that you can handle by yourself? Is this something that, that you want to be able to handle by yourself? It, 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 he, he said, you say that he treats you great except for this, but this is huge. You know, this X thing that we're talking about is huge. Someone saying that they're going to do these great things in public and then canceling every one of them is not a very good thing to do, right? It's not healthy. It's not healthy for him. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy at all. So come to a conclusion, encourage him to change, help him the best you can, but then being ready to, if you have to get help, get help, right? If you have to eventually walk, you got to eventually walk. But that is way too serious of a thing to just let sit. Um, We just have about a minute left. Uh, How do you encourage a partner to be more experimental sexually? Okay, this is a very, very long text. I won't get into the rest of it. But I'm going to tell you, this is one of the most sensitive topics. So we're going to cover it more in the next hour. I want to give this a little bit more time than we have right now. But right off the top, I'm going to say, what is it that's missing? If you want your partner to be more experimental when it comes to sexuality, what do you think is missing? What's missing? Um, how, what do you experience as experimental? Like what would be, I would do this in a writing exercise. I'd write down what's missing in our sexual life. What would I consider something that would be fun to do that would be experimental? And I would write the one, the two, the three, the four things down that you'd really like to try that you haven't tried. In other words, when, when we talk about a lack of sexual innovation or a lack of sexual variety, and we just say to our partner, you know, we do the same thing all the time. If we don't have a solution, we're just blowing smoke. It's just a waste of our conversation. Does that make sense? I'll get into it more in the next hour, 8 o'clock hour. Hey, don't forget, all of our shows are archived. The interviews tonight with Dr. Rami, with um, Marilla Scott. And with our upcoming, oh, this is going to be awesome, Lee McCormick with this whole documentary on finding heaven on earth, experiencing this amazing journey to Mexico coming up in the next hour. Everything is at talkdavid.com. As of 9 o'clock tonight, all of our shows are archived. Go to talkdavid.com and take advantage of those, okay? I'm David Essel. Stay there. Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, Success and Miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. 
This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's TalkDavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. What do you really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Hey, if you can go to Las Vegas and if you learned a special mind technique that you could help yourself increase the odds of winning in the games of dice or cards or anything like that, would you do it? Would you? We have a guest coming up in a couple minutes. Author of the book Inner Vegas, Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health, Dr. Joe Gallenberger is going to be with us talking about some of the work that he's done over the years and helping people with, with a technique, psychokinesis, in increasing their odds for success. I'm going to find out, like that movie 21. Remember the movie 21? Phenomenal. I'm going to find out from Dr. Joe, like, how true is it? Because that was based, that movie was based on a true story. Has he experienced that kind of success? And how do we use these techniques outside of Vegas to make our life healthier and happier? So much more coming up with Dr. Joe Gallenberger in just a minute here. You're tuned in, of course, to David Essel Alive, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, with Nathan and Tricia in the seats here, making sure the show goes smoothly. 23 years on the air. We're just so proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Network. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Text us during the show, 941 941- Two six six seven six seven six nine four one two six six seven six seven six. So glad to have you with us, and don't forget, every show is archived for the last several years, thousands upon thousands of hours of all these shows, including the one with Doctor Joe. The interview coming up right now will be up at around nine o'clock Eastern time tonight. So check it out at talkdavid.com. I welcome to the show thirty years as a clinical psychologist and author, Doctor Joe Gallenberger. Doctor Joe, welcome. Hi, how are you doing, David? I'm doing good. So the movie 21 was based on a, a true story, right, Dr. Joe? Yeah, I think so. I'm not real familiar with the movie, but is that the one where they uh, work with Blackjack with the college kids? Yeah, out of MIT, yeah. the professor out of yeah, MIT. Yeah, yeah I'm so, aware so, of that story. Yeah, it was incredible, just incredible. How is your, you know, the, the name of your book is Inner Vegas. Tell me about psychokinesis. Define what that is first. Okay, well, the full title was Inner Vegas, Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health. And I want to mention that because it's uh, beyond Vegas. We use Vegas as just a classroom to show that this works. Sure. And uh, it does use what you mentioned, uh, psychokinesis. Some people know that by telekinesis. And that's the ability to affect physical matter reality with your energy. So that would be growing seeds in your hand in five minutes, bending metal and plastic with your mind, lighting light bulbs without plugging them into the wall, and affecting <laughs> computers, including slot machines. 
and also rolling dice in patterns. So if you wanted to roll nine nines in a row, for example, you could do that. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, uh, a very scientifically studied uh, skill, and uh, so we can really measure what's going on. For example, in Vegas we know the odds of hitting a royal flush in hearts might be 160,000 to one by chance, and uh, I've hit it on the third pole with the idea of the heart is the strong energy behind it. Uh, same for dice. We know the statistics of uh, rolling, say, three tens in a row or something. And uh, so we can see what we're really doing and, and make sure we're not just fooling ourselves. Now, Dr. Joe, have you made money in Vegas? I don't know if you can say this on the air because this is taped. <laughs> yeah. But have you made extra money or more money than you ever thought in Vegas or your students by using this telekinesis or psychokinesis? Yes, we've been uh, quite successful. Uh, this is a, we, I've done what's called Inner Vegas Adventure Workshops, and we've done about 70 of them out in Vegas. I just got back with, from one a few days ago. We actually had to take two extra days to have the snowstorm clear back in North Carolina where I live to get back home. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, we, uh, I think, have seen this psychokinesis in all 70 workshops. We saw it this weekend when we were out there, and... Uh, because it's a learning situation, usually first session uh, we might uh, plant a little seeds, as we call it. Second session break even. Third, third session begin to win some. And uh, we've had uh, that uh, jackpot in uh, Royal Flesh and Hearts I mentioned paid me forty three hundred bucks on a five dollar bet, which wasn't bad. That's in not dice, a bad return uh, on your investment. No, and so in dice people, you know, sometimes win thousands. We can't guarantee winning because everybody, when they go out, um, they're in charge of what they want to bet. Some people bet very small, some larger, and uh, with human beings, anything can happen. But over all those workshops, we've been uh, quite consistently positive. Now, is it legal? Sure. Sure it is. Uh, you see people within gaming... Um, Try all kinds of intentionality. Some some of it superstition. Uh, they might even wear their favorite red lucky shirt, what have you. Uh, right. And uh, and that's all legal because you're not a you know not uh, substituting fake dice or anything like that, or using mm -hmm. uh, electronic machines to affect uh, the slot machines. Uh, I have a CD out called Liquid Luck. For example, when uh, that came out uh, this summer, uh, even just right reading the script, people reported winning at slot machines and things. We've had people win a thousand dollar scratch ticket, uh, you know, at the um, supermarket and go back sure. next week win another thousand scratch ticket, that kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, so this whole area of projecting your energy in a very positive way is what this is all about. And as you mentioned, it's more um, than just Vegas. It's training to be able to manifest in life, use the same energy for healing. Uh, you can uh, work with this energy to affect the body-mind system. Uh, and uh, so we've had all kinds of positive manifestations, healing events. Um, one lady woke up pain-free from polio syndrome pain for the first time in 20 years, the second day of the Vegas workshop, for example. And all that's in wow. the book, Inner Vegas. Yeah.
Now, we've got a couple minutes before break, and then we're going to come back here with Dr. Joe Gallenberger. The name of the book is Inner Vegas, Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health. Is there like a a step-by-step process here, Dr. Joe, that you say you do these three things? You first create this with your mind, second do this with the intention, third. Is there some kind of step-by-step? It's it's quite systematic um, to be able to raise a very high, fine heart energy to let go of ego, to let go of all fear, those kind of things, and then begin to learn how to project and focus that energy to your intent. And the final step actually is letting go, uh, Mm. which can be uh, a challenge uh, Mm. when there's health involved or money involved or what have you, but it's an important step as well. Now, when you're talking about letting go, you're talking about letting go of the end result. So you do this work, but then you don't focus on the healing or focus on the, 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 the money. So you do it, and then then you trust or have faith. Is that the final step? Yes, much like manifesting. You, you set out a very clear intentionality, but then you surrender to this or something better because the universe often knows uh, how to do it and what to do uh, better than we might do through our conscious mind. But it's, it's good to have that initial intent to get the thing going. So we might have a target, say, in, in Vegas to roll pairs. They're called hard ways. And uh, then um, once we have that intent that we put out in meditation, then we let go of that and move into, as I mentioned, some very nice heart space by listening to beautiful music or meditations. Uh, and and move into a trust place where you allow the energy to flow. Mm, I love it. I love it. And that's the hardest thing for people in the world of manifestation is to trust, let go, have faith. A lot of us love to control. We want to try to control that end result. And you're saying that the very final step is the exact opposite of control. Yes. So what we do with the money, uh, we start with just very little money. And so it's easier to let go of that than if you were desperately looking for a job or to improve your health. But as you um, perform in in front of other people and they're counting on you, as you raise the amount of money a little bit, the ego comes in. And so we have lots of techniques to help you move from your head, ego kinds of thoughts, and into your heart. And if you do, what happens on the dice table in Vegas, we reserve them for ourselves uh, just us there as a group, is when you move into connected very well with earth energy, with highest of spirit, feeling all is one, feeling joy, gratitude, those things, you get rewarded within seconds with money. If you go into greed, fear, ego, you get punished within seconds. So it right. trains you very quickly because of the fast, clear feedback into a more oh. enlightened way to live. And then when you go home and you're looking at manifesting at your work or in your career or in uh, in uh, with relationships, for example, uh, you've now been trained in that process of very positive intent and letting go, even if the results are more important than one might be at the dice table, something like finding a soulmate or improving a significant health problem, because you've been trained to trust that it works and, and that rhythm and tension and letting go. We're going to go to a quick break and come back with Dr. Joe Gallenberger, author of the book, Inner Vegas, Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Joe about the the major blocks that can get in the way of manifestation. And then I'm going to ask him for more stories, like the woman that healed, I believe it was the MS. And we'll ask ask him more about healing stories, money-making stories, maybe people that have lost weight, found deep love. We'll get some more stories from Dr. Joe in the second part 
of our interview here. Dr. Joe Gallenberger, Inner Vegas is the name of the book. All of these shows are archived at talkdavid.com. You're tuned in to America's positive radio talk show. More information, talkdavid.com. Stay right there. Ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, success and miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to six specific. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk. David.com. When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But if you're emptying your bank account to buy toner, it's time for a better solution. Keep more of your money with the Toner Kings. Just head online to thetonerkings.com, order toner, and save up to 60% off dealer prices. You'll find all the leading toner brands to fit your office machines. And you can trust thetonerkings.com. They supply toner for organizations like the American Red Cross, Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Lockheed Martin. And they've been a leading toner supplier for over 18 years. Thetonerkings.com offers a 100% guarantee on every product. So there's no risk in trying a new toner solution. And there's no waiting either. Shipping is fast and always free with the Toner Kings. Stop emptying your wallet to restock your toner supply. Get free shipping and save up to 60% off typical toner prices. It's that simple. So why not shop where the Fortune 500 companies get their toner? Only at thetonerkings.com. Visit thetonerkings.com today. That's thetonerkings.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. 
Millions of women right now are needlessly suffering from dependencies to food, alcohol, smoking, and prescription medicines. These dependencies can age a woman's face by 10 years or more and destroy her chances of ever experiencing a deep, connective love relationship. Heal with Master Addiction Recovery Coach David Essel's one-on-one recovery program. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. That's TalkDavid.com. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Uh, my guest, Joe, Dr. Joe Gallenberger, 30 years clinical psychologist and author of uh, the book we're discussing right now, Inner Vegas, Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health. Dr. Joe, what are the main blocks that get in the way of people creating the life, the health, the money they want? I call them dragons uh, under the category of fear. Uh, so right on my wall, I have a sign that I of a saying I developed: "Fear is expensive. Love is priceless. Choose wisely." Mm. So fear can manifest as uh, I'm not good enough. Uh, I'm not going to succeed. Uh, many different forms, uh, but usually underneath those, you'll see this idea of fear. The biggest block in the world is fear. Yep, that's what I I would say on there. Fear clouds love, and love is the most powerful force. And so as you move into fear, it's like clouding a sunny day over. It gets colder inside you, and uh, things are less clear and bright. And it's more likely, you know, again, that uh, you'll make a decision. What we see in the Vegas workshops, you know, I asked all the dealers what is true of all the superstitions, they said the only one that's true that they could see is scared money loses. So if you're more afraid of being rejected than finding your life partner, if you're more afraid of being jobless than finding the ideal job in the universe for you, when fear is higher than desire, you're likely to manifest the negative. When you can get the fear down to 10% or lower, you don't have to be perfect, uh, then and your desire way high and clear, that's when things come quickly. Share and, share a couple stories. We've got about five minutes left. Dr. Joe, share a couple stories of clients that have used the inner, inner Vegas to accomplish some pretty dramatic successes in life. Well, sure. Um, one fellow I know, I really lo- I like him a lot. I've kind of become friends. He's a very brilliant inventor, and his company wasn't doing well. And after using his techniques, he, he got 500 orders for his product the next week, plus an idea for a new invention now he sits with the meditation liquid luck that I mentioned with a blackboard in front of him because he finds so many new ideas coming. Uh, we had a fellow on disability um, not doing too well and uh, using the techniques got an offer for tuition free for a course that was very expensive that he wanted to take to retrain plus he won his court case for disability. One I love uh, is a 70 year old lady wrote and said uh, She'd been looking for a four-leaf clover all her life on three continents, no luck. And then when she applied these, she found her four-leaf clover with her mom singing in her ear, I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before. (laughs) So it's these opportunities that are fun. 
you know, yeah. um, one of the most satisfying for me is, is, as we've mentioned, the area of healing where uh, one fella had uh, nails yellowed by fungus uh, for decades and woke up the next day with clear nails, not just starting wow. to clear, but all clear. Uh, we've had uh, quite a few neat miracles of healing. Um, you know, it's not a substitute. We can't say it is, and it isn't uh, for traditional medical care. But often, you can get some amazing results there. Um, had a lady who went to Vegas with me and came home. She was a struggling artist and got commissions to do three major artworks at a university in bronze. Um, things like that. You know, where uh, yeah. myself personally, I wanted to go to um, Paris and take my new wife there. Uh, when we were just married, uh, and uh, by the end of the day, I got an email to do a workshop there, and by the end of the day, I had free first-class tickets round trip to go. And I always put out this or something better. So uh, right. it resulted in dozens of workshops in Europe and all kinds of new friendships and many things besides just the original trip. So uh, my um, website's uh, com or also com. We'll take people to look at these Vegas Adventure Workshops as well as a home study course in this and the, even the small CD Liquid Luck to get started. Yeah. Now, and someone you can get the goes book ahead there and, or, in, or on Amazon. I'm sorry, David, I overtalked you. What'd you say? Oh, that, that, that's okay. That, if someone were to go through the book and read the book, Inner Vegas Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health, how long would it, A, take them to get your process? And, and and get it down to a place where that they would feel comfortable using it, and then B, how long would it take for them to start to manifest something new or different? <clears throat> Things often start uh, quickly. Uh, one fellow who wrote about the book in the last couple weeks uh, thought, gee, these principles might work, and he went to a casino and he watched a woman who was in very positive energy win 12500 at a penny slot machine. He went the <laughs> next day reading the book and uh, won the same amount, 12500 on the machine next to hers. So it can be very quick. The, wow. the book is a good overview of how this works and gives you a great feel for it. And then the home study course I mentioned would get into real good detail about exercises and deep meditation to release fears and things that might be in the way uh, for some people on some things. But the book is a great place to start. The home study at innervegas.com, how long does that take to go through your course? Um, it's pretty extensive, and um, people usually would take about two months to get through it if they were putting an hour and a half a week into it. comes with individual coaching, a 100-page manual, does the spoon bending and light bulb lighting and all this uh, psychokinesis we mentioned. Right. Um, but people begin to see results quite quickly because the meditations are designed to uh, raise energy. So they may, even within days, begin to feel a shift and see a shift in what's going on in their life. 45 seconds left, Dr. Joe. Leave us with some tips on moving ahead in life. Well, what I'm hoping is that we all begin to understand that we're miracle workers living in a miraculous world and that we can indeed shape our personal futures in the world's welfare. If we can clear our limiting beliefs, raise our heart's energy, we can focus it for this healing and abundance. And much like uh, I've heard in the commercials between my segment, I'd agree with you, you know, first start somewhere, get going. And the nice thing is if you can get going with something that can give you quick feedback uh, right. and to get some support in doing it. 
So um, there's many things out there besides mine, minor design to do the kinds of things we mentioned quickly with good feedback, good support. Yeah, I like it. The name of the book, Inner Vegas, Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health, the website, innervegas.com. Dr. Joe, great to have you on today. Thanks for sharing your wisdom and stories. My great pleasure, and I hope you have a beautiful Saturday here. Oh, we sure will, and you too. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK, text 941-266-7676. Coming up, Keith Mitchell, former NFL linebacker, all-pro NFL linebacker, talking about Michael Sam, the young kid out of Missouri going pro, who actually came out and said he was gay. We'll talk to Keith about the goods, the bad, the positive, and more. TalkDavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Uh, Coast to coast every Saturday for the past 23 years, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned in. To David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show. Proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Network. Welcome aboard, gang. And don't forget that later on tonight, all of our interviews, including the one coming up with former uh, Keith Mitchell, former NFL All-Pro linebacker, will be available as an archive So at talkdavid.com. So if you have friends that you go, oh, my gosh, you really need to hear what Keith had to say on David's show, if they missed it live right now. They can check it out later on. So we, we got Keith Mitchell back. We've had Keith on many times in the past talking about all kinds of very cool topics. This is a guy, a, a former NFL All-Pro linebacker who was paralyzed. He came back. He went heavily into the world of meditation and yoga, which is, he still is in today. He's had a television show recently on ESPN doing phenomenal great stuff, and we've got him here with us today. We're going to talk about the topic that so many people are discussing Michael Sam, the uh, defensive end from Missouri, going pro, coming out as a gay man. And Keith, welcome back to the show. Hey, what's going on, David? Thank you. Hey, for good me. to hear your. Hey, it's good to hear your voice again. Always, always, yeah, good time. <laughs> always, my man. That's so true. Hey, when when you heard that. That that you know, here's this 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 big defensive end. Whatever he's going to be, if he if he is selected to go pro, when you first heard that that he came out saying that he was uh, uh, a gay, open gay man, what what thoughts came into your mind, Keith? I was like, uh, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's like always that it's that first pill is hard to swallow. And, and yes. the NFL has a very conservative approach to basically everything. And so anything out of the norm is always going to be some a lot of resistance in the beginning. Yeah. It's interesting that, you know, it's so fascinating, Keith. I never know, how, you know, what, where you're going to go on a certain topic, but I would, ne- <laughs> I would never have guessed that, that you would have said, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Do you do you think do you think uh, you know if he is selected as people say he probably will be? He what was he the SEC Player of the Year and and, and you know the the Missouri won the Cotton Bowl I think it was. Um, so there's a good chance he will be selected. But but do you think he's going to have a really really hard time in the NFL? You know, it's the locker room. You know, if it, if it was X's and O's, you know, obviously the kid can play. I mean, being the yeah. defensive uh, MVP out of the SEC, I mean, so obviously he has a lot of talent. It's just can he survive the locker room? Can he survive the, the you know, the the, 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 the bullying, so, you know, so-called bullying or the, the just teasing and things like that? That's going to be the issue for, for a kid like this because mm-hmm. sustainability in the locker room. Yeah. You, now, you shared with me one of the last times you were on, Keith, about that, the bullying, the hazing that you went through as a rookie running down the dormitory hall and having guys, you know, beating on you and whatever, right? Um, and and I, I remember the story. You know, I remember you, you, you talking about that. Do, do you think that part of the hazing, the bullying, the, the teasing as an NFL rookie, do you think that the, that the uh, senior players, the, the, the experienced players, do you think they would go after his sexuality in that? Well, definitely there's going to be some, some guys who don't really have a sensitivity to the nature of what's going on with him. There's guys that are going to test him in that. And it's all for the sake of so-called trust. You know, can I trust this guy on game day, so to speak? And it's just that that inside uh, locker room player, you know, the player type of, uh, of deal that goes on in the NFL that, you know, a lot of people don't talk about, a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of us don't know about it. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's it's that 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 secret side of the NFL that doesn't get out very often in public. And not now with, you know, the Dolphins that you, you and I talked about last time you were on. Of course, some of these secrets are coming out. But the, the average, you know, even someone like myself who's been interviewing athletes for 23 years, you know, we, we aren't privy to the truth that goes on behind the scenes, Keith. Yeah, and it's, it's so interesting because now this stuff is starting to trickle out. So it's, it's very interesting how people, you know, you get the uh, ideas of you know people's opinions about it, and then you see how the NFL is reacting to it. Uh, you think of uh, incognito. Uh, you know, he's he's up to be possibly traded. He'll come back and play again. Obviously, now the other yeah. guy, I forget his name, uh, the who's bullied. Oh, John- uh, Jonathan Jonathan Martin. Jonathan Martin. Now, the thing that you don't hear about him is, well, is there a team going to pick him up, and how about his career? His career is basically kind of really, you know, possibly over, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's like when you see that and then you see this coming up, I mean, it's very bold of the kid to, like, come in and put all that pressure kind of on his shoulders, but obviously it's out there now, and we'll just see how he handles it and how – you know, uh, the locker room handles. Hopefully a, a, the coach and the team that picks him uh, can really take care of him in his situation. That's going to be vital. Yeah, yeah. You know, what? We, we, we talked to a sports psychologist earlier today about this topic, and he said that very thing that you just said, Keith, is that he said it's crucial that that and he, and one of the benefits he thought uh Dr. Jack Singer one of the benefits he thought that of of Michael Sam coming out early was that it would give the best team who believed the coach the GM the 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 players he thought it would give Michael Sam the best chance to be selected by a team that is open and and would be nurturing to this type of environment do you agree with that 
But that's very interesting, but when you speak about nurturing in the NFL, that just doesn't really mix together. <laughs> right. <laughs> Amen to that, Keith. <laughs> so that's the well, tricky part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let, let me switch the word instead of nurturing. How about if we say more understanding? <laughs> uh, even that, because, you know, when you're, you're talking about a, a head coach, and especially with the, the new transitions of new coaches and new teams and new positions. So it's like, well, if I'm a head coach, do I want to take that extra burden right now? I just got yeah. here. I, I'm trying to make everything flow, you know, smoothly. Do I want to put another uh, concept like that to all the tasks that I have already? So that's going to make it even more tricky for him, unfortunately for him. But, again, the kid has talent, and if he can just take – some of the initial hazing that he's going to go through uh, in the NFL. If he can take that, he can sustain. Uh, you, you know, you had mentioned and, uh, SEC Defensive Player of the Year. With him coming out, does this drop his dollar value? Does it not affect it? Does it drop his, his, um, his picking space in the draft? Does he fall down? I mean, yeah, because... I mean, again, the, the team picking, you know, the thing is that when, I, when I'm putting an investment in a player and I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm trying to find the least resistance, the, the, the player that's going to give me the best talent and with the least amount of problems. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, someone, right, right. Yeah, and it's not that he's a bad kid, but it's just all the, the media out, you know, stuff like that that he's going to, the team's going to have to be faced with. It's like, I want to, I don't really want, do I want the headache of the outside stuff? You know, yeah. that's really what it's going to boil down to in picking this player. So, yes, obviously his, his stock is going to drop because the nature of the game is more so uh, a conservative flow. And when you bring something like this to the table, it's just an additive. And, and a lot of coaches don't really want that headache off the top. When you have other guys who are just as, you know, talented, uh, would I pick this guy or this guy? I'm going to pick the guy that's going to give me the least amount of possible problems. Yeah. Now, a, a team that is in desperate need of a stellar defensive end, we're going to come back after this break with Keith Mitchell and ask him about that if they really need it and they're looking around in other other defensive ends. You know, they're not. There's not too many that really could match what he did last year in the college ranks. But would they wait? and pick someone else? Would they bypass even a needed position because of that? Many more questions to ask Keith, Keith Mitchell, uh, former NFL All-Pro linebacker who's on the line with us. He's going to stay with us after these breaks. Don't forget, let your friends know, Keith rocks. I love having this guy on. And if he, you're missing the live, your friends are missing the live, they can listen at 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. This show will be archived at talkdavid.com. So good to have you with us. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Bring 
Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th, for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, success and miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Absol. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. I think the cool thing about David Essel's way of teaching, really, is the way he asked the right questions and then had me do the homework to write down the answers to those questions. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are creating the life they've always wanted. So happy to say that next month will be four years sober, and I owe a lot of that to David Essel's help and friendship through the process. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Come. Creating a daily focus on your spiritual path ultimately brings us to peace of mind, an amazing gift we get to give ourselves every day. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you desire that inner peace, contact me now at talkdavid.com. Let's work together to create a plan to help you get the peace you deserve. If you're serious about life change, we want to work with you. Contact me at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. It's time for change, and I can help you get there at talkdavid.com. Is your relationship operating at its highest potential, or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now, trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship, or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. What do you really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. 
for 21 years. Positive Talk Radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. David Essel in the box with you. One of my favorite guests is back with us today, and he is a funny guy, even when he's not trying to be. When I asked Keith Mitchell, who's on the line with us right now, former NFL All-Pro linebacker, what he thought about Michael Sam coming out before the draft as a, as a gay player, Keith goes, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> Knowing that there could be all kinds of craziness. Keith, um, so, you know, a, a team is desperately in need uh, of, a, of a really strong defensive end and there's none left, and there's Michael Sam, and they're trying to think, do we take him and the circus that goes with him, or do we pass? What do you think teams are going to do? Well, I mean, I, I think people kind of pass on that because not because he's not a good player, per se, but it's like, you know, also understand the NFL, the Combine, how many colleges are there? We only have 32 teams. You've got thousands of colleges, hundreds of colleges, and right. you only have a certain amount of, of jobs to fill with these teams. It's so competitive. You know, if I was, if I was uh, advising the guy, I would have said, well, let's, let's get drafted first, and then we can come out and say we're gay. You know? Yeah. I, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just so competitive. And, again, to put yourself in that position is very bold. But it also says something about him as a player. He believes in his talent, and he believes his talent is going to trump everything that uh, that's going on in the in the media. Okay, now I'm going to ask you to think about, in your opinion, the best teams that could that could draft him in regards to coaching styles, um, the temperament of the team. I'm guessing that the Raiders would not be a good place for him. Is that a safe bet? That's a shame. <laughs> Even though Dennis Allen is an amazing coach, I don't know if that city. I don't. I mean that right. that uh, that team is some characters on that team. Uh, you know. I, you know what I think? Belichick would probably be the best one to handle this situation because he he has more of a, a monopoly in a sense over the locker room, the way that they run their organization. You know, guys would be more inclined to to be gentle with him coming in. So I right, say Belichick right. New England would be the best uh, possible place for him right off. Okay. Now, you know, I'm, I'm laughing. Even as I said, you know, Oakland wouldn't be. Of course, gay, you know, San Francisco has this huge gay population. They're very liberal, very open-minded. But I just get the feeling from the, the energy around some of the Raiders players that they would not possibly accept a player like this. Would that be correct? Well, not only the players, have you seen the fans? <laughs> <laughs> right on, <Keith. laughs> The fans, oh my God, they would, yeah. uh, they would have a field day. <laughs> <laughs> that is but, so uh, true. Oh. 
No, no. And and what about that? What about you know overall going into different stadiums? Let's you know I, I pray you know. Well, first of all, let me make this intention live on the air with Keith Mitchell, former NFL All Pro linebacker. Keith, I pray that this guy gets picked early. I pray that he gets a huge, huge bonus. I pray he goes in and becomes an unbelievable All Star linebacker uh, in the NFL. So let me make that clear intention first. Um, after making that intention, the average stadium. In America, the average football stadium, the fans themselves, outside of Oakland, because we don't want to go there anymore. But, um, I mean, would they on average be accepting or not because it's such a warrior, brutal sport? What do you think? Exactly, and that's the difficulty of it. And, again, I'm with you on that intention. I hope this kid, you know, gets it all. I hope he attains every dream that he has in mind. But it's just the nature of the game, the nature of the environment of the game the insensitivity of with the fans and, you know, how it's so in this masculine, male, uh, conservative, uh, dominant approach. And, and the, the insensitivity to something like him coming out and speaking about him being uh, gay and, and, and things like that, it's just, that's just going to be a, a tough one in the initial, in the, in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't I haven't read this, but but um, Trisha, who um, is 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 one of our, our engineers and operators with the show in the studio here in Los Angeles. Trisha was telling me during a break, Keith, that his father, that 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 Michael Sam's father was very upset with his son for coming out. Um, did you hear any kind of reports about that? His father not being happy? I didn't hear that. And, you know, again, that's unfortunate. But again, uh, the advisor that he has. They, the best move would have been okay after you've gotten drafted, knowing that that's yeah. the hard that's the hard part. You know, getting in the door. Let's get in the door first, and then everything you want to do after that. Then you know, so be it. But you know that the, the competitive part, the difficulty of getting drafted, that's going to be a challenge. Yeah. And you know, he, he, obviously, he's faced for it. Go ahead. Yeah. Well. You know, he he, um, he supposedly has surrounded himself with some former NFL players, and I wish I could tell you who they are because the names escape me. You would know them, obviously, Keith, but who are gay. Former NFL players who came out as gay after they played in the NFL, and they were all quoted as saying, we would not have done what Michael Sam did when we were playing, but now we're here to help guide him about how to handle the harassment in the locker room, how to handle. So he's got some advisors who are former NFL players who are gay as well, which to me makes total sense, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, they also played their whole career. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so they didn't really do him good justice in advising him, uh, unfortunately, but nevertheless is here. And all he can really do is what he can do now. And, and everything is going to be, you know, I would even, you know, the people even holding the, the top spots, I mean, they, they know right now who they're going to draft, basically, mm-hmm. from that top, that top, uh, that, that first round. They're, they're already yes. knowing pretty much, the, you know, two or three players who they have in mind already. Mm-hmm. And um, with this kind of news, the difficulty of it, I, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how it all lines up for him. I wish him nothing but the best, though. Yeah. What would you, uh, Keith, if, if, if Michael Sam called you today and said, Keith Mitchell, you know, I'm going to be playing defense. I'm going to be playing a similar position as you. Uh, um, what is it that you would advise me? We've got about two minutes left. Keith, go ahead and tell the country what you would advise Michael Sam to do once he's selected and on a team. 
Well, I would say not to wear his uh, emotions on his sleeve. I, I understand that there's going to be some immaturity in the locker room, a lot of immaturity. There's a lot of hazing that goes on in the locker room. This is the whole introduction of a new kid coming into uh, a fraternity, if you will, and to expect that and not to really uh, – and to just kind of go with it, you know, and just be easy with it and understand, you know, everyone is not going to be sensitive to the – the, the topic and, and his choices. Uh, and that's just a part of the game. Uh, yeah. He obviously is a bold individual, and, and, and hopefully he's in a team that, that can really, you know, corral around him and believe in him and, and, and really, like, you know, we, we mentioned the word nurture, but really kind of hold a space for him to help him through the transition. And, I, and, and that's really the best that I could, advice I could give him if I was speaking to him now. Yeah. Uh, Keith Mitchell, former NFL All-Pro linebacker. Keith, uh, about 45 seconds left. Is it true that in the hazing and the harassment that the bigger, like a defensive player would get harassed much more than uh, a wide receiver? Or is it really equal throughout the, 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 the rookies coming in? Well, a lot of times it's the characters, you know. It's the characters. You know, me, when I came in, I would, like, do things of, like, I, was, I would go to lunch early. Go to dinner early. So when the veterans roll in, I'll be leaving. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. Oh my, your, your, mom, your mama did not raise a fool, did she? <laughs> exactly. So you got to kind of strategize the play because it's going to come. Expect it. Yeah. But just, again, yeah. don't wear the sensitivity, the, the emotions on the sleeves, and understand, hey, just keep your nose down, do what you're, you're told. And and let your talent speak for yourself. Right. Keith, thank you so much for joining us again. I love to have you on the show, my man. Thank you for having me.